Miracy. Once the Buddha was a wise quail, the leader of a flock. One day, a hunter came into the forest. Imitating the quail's own calls, he began to trap unwary birds. The wise quail noticed that something was amiss. Calling his flock together, he announced, My fellow quail, I am afraid that there is a hunter in our forest. Many of our brothers and sisters are missing. We must be alert. Danger is all around us. Still, if we work together, we can stay free. Please listen to my plan. Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, the Story Coach, and you're listening to Once Upon a Business. In each episode, we explore a story, a fairy tale, folk tale, or traditional story, so that we can discover the amazing lessons relevant for business and for entrepreneurs. The wise quail continued. If you should hear a whistling call, twee-wee, 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 as if a brother or sister were calling, be very watchful. If you follow that call, you may find darkness descending upon you. Your wings will be pinned so that you cannot fly, and the fear of death may grip your heart. If these things happen, just understand that you have been trapped by the hunter's nest, and do not give up. Remember, if you work together, you can be free. Now this is my plan. You must stick your heads out through webs of the net, and then you must all flap your wings together. As a group, though you are still bound in the net, you will rise up into the air, fly to a bush, let the net drape on the branches of the bush so you can each drop to the ground, and fly away from under the net, this way and that, to freedom. Do you understand? Can you do this? We do understand, answered all the quail as one, and we will do it, we will work together and be free. Hearing this, the wise quail was content. The very next day, a group of quail were pecking on the ground when they heard a long whistling call, twee-wee, twee-wee, twee-wee. It was the cry of a quail in distress. Off they rushed. Suddenly, darkness descended on them and their wings were pinned. They had indeed been trapped by the hunter's net, but... Remembering the wise quail's words, they did not panic. Sticking their heads out through the webs of the net, they flapped their wings together, harder and harder, and slowly, slowly, with the net still draped upon them, they rose, as a group, through the air. They flew to a bush. They dropped down through the bush, leaving the net hung on the outer branches, then flew away, each in their own direction, this way and that, to freedom. The plan had worked. They were safe. They had escaped from the jaws of death. And oh, they were happy. But the hunter was not happy. He could not understand how the quail had escaped him. And this happened not just once, but many times. At last, the hunter realized the truth. Why, he said amazed, those quail are cooperating. They're working together. But it can't last. They're only birds, feather brains after all. Sooner or later, they will argue. And when they do... I shall have them. And so he was patient. Now the wise quail had had the same thought. Sooner or later the birds of his flock would begin to argue. And when that happened they would be lost. So he decided to take them deeper into the forest, far from their present danger. That very day something happened to confirm the wise quail's thought. A quail was pecking on the ground for seeds when another bird of the flock, descending rapidly, accidentally struck it with its wingtip. 
Hey, watch it, stupid, called the first quail in anger. Stupid, is it? responded the newly landed quail, flustered because he'd been careless. Why are you so high and mighty? You were too dumb to move out of my way. Yes, you were too dumb, you dumb cluck. Dumb cluck, is it? cried the first quail. Dumb cluck, why talking of dumb, it's clear that you can't even land without slapping someone in the face. If that isn't dumb, I don't know what is. Who taught you to fly anyway, the naked winged bats? Bats, is it? yelled the second quail, enraged. Bats, why I'll give you a bat, you feathered ninny. And with a loud, chirruping whistle, he hurled himself straight at the other quail, chasing furiously after one another, loudly hurling insults and threats back and forth. They flew, twisting and turning between the great silent trees of the grove. An argument had started, and as in the way of arguments, no end was in sight. The wise quail was nearby, and he heard it all. At once he knew that danger was again upon them. If they could not work together, the hunter was sure to have them. So again he called his flock together and said, My dear brother and sister quail, the hunter is here. Let us go elsewhere, deeper into the forest, and there in seclusion discipline ourselves, practicing our skills and working together. In this way we shall become truly free from the danger. Many of the birds said, Though we love our present home, we shall go with you, wise quail. The danger is great, and we wish to find safety. But others said, Why go from this pleasant spot? You yourself, wise quail, have taught us all we need to know in order to be free. We know what to do. We just have to stick our heads out, flap our wings together, and fly away. Any dumb cluck can do it. We're going to stay. So some of the birds flew off with the wise quail, while others stayed. A few days later... While some of those who stayed were scratching around for their dinner, they heard a whistling call, Twee-wee, twee-wee, twee-wee. They ran to answer the call when suddenly darkness descended upon them. Fear gripped their hearts. They were trapped in the hunter's net. But remembering the wise quail's teaching, they stuck their heads through the net and one bird said, On the count of three, we all flap. Ready? One, two, three. Hey, called another bird. Who made you boss? Who said you could give the orders? I'm the hardest worker and the strongest, said the first bird. When I flap my wings, the dust rises from the earth and whirls up in clouds. Without me, you'd never get this net off the ground. So I give the orders, see? No, I don't see, shouted another bird. What you've just described is nothing. Why, when I flap my wings, all the leaves move on the trees, the branches bend, and even the trunks sway. That's how strong I am. So if anyone should be giving orders around here, it's me. No, me, shouted the third bird. No, yelled a fourth. No, no, listen to me, screamed the first bird again above the rising din. Flap, 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 I tell you, flap your wings all together when I say three. But no one flapped. They just argued and argued. And as they argued, the hunter came along and found them, and their fate, alas, was not a happy one. But the quail, who had gone off deeper into the safety of the great forest, learned, under the wise quail's guidance, how to really cooperate. They practiced constantly, until they were indeed able to work together without anger or argument. Though the hunter tried many times to catch them, he never could. And if he never caught them, why, they're still free today. This was a tale by Rafe Martin. This is such an interesting tale, which on the surface level is about the importance of cooperation and teamwork, how together we can defeat any challenge. 
It's a strong and relevant message for business, where we see again and again the gains of cooperation and collaboration. The wise quail guides the community how to band together and save themselves from the external threat of the hunter. Just like in business, we need to come together as a team to unite skills, perspectives and personalities so that we can overcome the external threat of market volatility, financial setbacks or fierce competition. As a strong team, we will always overcome all kinds of adversity and achieve common goals. And yet this story, as with so many, has a deeper message. The story starts by saying, once the Buddha was a wise quail, the leader of the flock. This speaks to the idea that wisdom can be found in many places. We hear a lot of talk about how you don't need a title to be a leader. And what we have here confirms this idea that even in a flock of quail, you can have outstanding leadership and wisdom. In fact, it's a reference to Buddha. So the quail is godlike in his wisdom. It makes me think that we can find great leadership or even God in the strangest and most unlikely of places. The story also speaks to the fragility of cooperation. In fact, the likely outcome of collaboration that we can only work together for so long. Ultimately, bad character and bad behavior will show up. This is such a human picture and we know how so many folktales give animals and birds human characteristics. We simply can't avoid being petty and mean and ending up arguing and fighting. The wise quail speaks to this reality and understands that they need something more if they are to truly outwit the hunter. He suggests going deep into the forest. This is a wonderful metaphor of going deep into ourselves to find that peace-loving, cooperating soul that will learn how to overcome these petty human desires to fight and argue. It's only by going into deep introspection and by doing our own work that we can find the true path to not only surviving adversity, but also thriving. This takes skill and practice, but it does mean that we get to live. And in a business context, this speaks to the need for a mentor or a coach, someone who can reflect back to us, who can see the places where deeper introspection, where deeper self-discovery is necessary, where it's just going to help us open up to other possibilities, to other options, to find the very best version of ourselves in any situation, whether it's in the face of adversity or in the face of opportunity. The quails that cannot hear the wisdom of their leader come to a bad end, this would suggest that infighting, pettiness, and a lack of cooperation does not end well. It reminds me of what my father used to say. He would say, what goes around comes around. And I would always argue with him. I would say to him, but there are plenty of people who behave badly, and yet they seem to do fine. I would be thinking of the wealthy traders that would rip us off, or the mean uncle who seemed to do just fine. He would just smile and nod and say, yes, well, we'll see. My father, who always treated people well in business and in life, and yet suffered a lot in the hands of people more shrewd than him, and even died at a very early age. I remember his smile and nod, his belief in the good of people and that all's well that ends well. I guess my translation of that is the belief that if the end of the story is not happy, well, it just means that the story is not over. I can't believe that meanness and pettiness will win out, that fighting and arguing are worth it. I believe in this story 
cooperation, collaboration, self-discipline and self-examination wins out every time. Maybe because it's what I want to believe, or maybe it's because I'm my father's daughter. I'm Lisa Bloom, and you've been listening to Once Upon a Business. You can find out more about me at story-coach.com. That's story-coach.com. Once Upon a Business is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Just Between Coaches and Behind the Launch. To catch the great episodes that are coming up on Once Upon a Business, please like and follow us on Miracy FM's YouTube channel or your favorite podcast player. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment or a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Thank you.